0: This program is brought to you by Pageflakes. Until now, you had to go to different websites to do a search, get news and weather, check your email and your blogs, or listen to your favorite talk shoe show. With Pageflakes, everything you need is on one page, and you can share it with your
1: friends. It's all free.
0: Get it together at pageflakes.com slash talk That's page, F-L-A-K-E-S dot com slash talk shoe come over now and get it together
1: podcast answer man number 15 Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is a podcast production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can find this in all of our other podcasts over at gspn.tv. Anyway, it's good to be back in the uh, studio here, coming off of a very long weekend, uh, not weekend, week, coming up to a weekend, actually. Uh, It is now Friday. I have completely forgotten what day it is. Uh, as I have uh, just come back from a very long vacation period. Uh, for the last three weeks, uh, I have spent two of the three on vacation, which is really weird. Or maybe maybe it's been longer than that. Anyway, I just got back from vacation, took the family to Myrtle Beach uh, for a couple days, and had a very good time down there. And uh, now, b- just glad to be back in the studio, looking at my... Uh, mixer, my monitors, and uh, microphone, and, and streaming live out there at ustream.tv, and uh, uh, just chatting with some folks here in the chat room over at talkshoe.com. Doing a live interactive show uh, in all ways possible. So, anyway, uh, now that I'm back, I have a very small audience out there, but I just want to let you know today's podcast. Answer Man Show is not particularly going to be focused on any one thing right now. Uh, this is just a general show, just general uh, topics relating to podcasting. And the first thing I'm going to do is start off with a with an email that I received from, let's see here, Chris V. And Chris V. is from uh, Sports Media Incorporated, and he had some questions regarding a podcast that he's starting up. Uh, Let's see here. I'll just go through here and uh, go straight to the question. He says, the two main questions that I have and I need help with are these. First, what is the best service to use uh, to host my podcast? He says, I've currently signed up with GoDaddy service, and that seems to be very limited in what it can do. Let's see here. It shows me how many downloads have been uh, done for all of my files, but I don't have the ability to see how many subscribers to my channel, etc. And then the second question that he has is, um, I have my podcast in iTunes, but I don't know how to add the photo that shows up in iTunes as my channel photo. Is there an easy way to do that? All right. So here are the answers to uh, Chris's questions. And these are very common questions asked in the area of podcasting. Uh, I think that you really could answer this, uh, both of these questions with one service. Um, actually, no, one one service will answer a portion of the first question and will certainly fix the second question. The f- first question had two things: what's the best host, and he said also, I you know I'm limited in my stats reporting over there at uh, GoDaddy. And so uh, here, here's what I'm gonna suggest for you as a, an answer and that is to use a service called FeedBurner. Now FeedBurner is an excellent source for podcasting. It is a, basically what it does is it takes your RSS feed from let's say you're using WordPress or Blogger or whatever it is that you're using to generate your RSS feed. What Instead of taking that RSS feed and just putting it out there for people to um, subscribe to or to submit that to um, iTunes, that what you should do is kind of dress it up a little. In fact, for it to work correctly in iTunes, you, you do need to dress it up quite a bit. Uh, you'll have to add some iTunes-friendly tags, including tags... Uh, inside that that coding of the RSS file or the XML file, you'll need to include some um, special language on there as far as where your podcast image is. These things are not a part of the standard coding for RSS feeds in a WordPress blog or or any of the other blogging engines out there. Now, many uh, blogging engines include or have not include but have available to them plugins. These are special add-ons that you can install into your software that will kind of dress these things up for you. I prefer, however, to use a service called Feedburner. Feedburner uh, has recently been purchased by Google, and uh, I I really am a fan of Google, um, although they do seem to be taking over the world and. They do track a whole lot of information about you personally when you're doing, doing searches. I'm not too sure about that. But anyway, I am a huge fan of Google and, and the services that they do offer. And I was very glad to hear that, that if FeedBurner was going to be purchased, that it would be Google that purchased them. Because um, I really st- I, I rely on that RSS feed that I use from FeedBurner for my subscription base. So, if, if for example, if FeedBurner ever went out of business... All the folks who are subscribed to my podcasts would no longer be subscribed to my podcast because they're using that feed. And so, in essence, what I do, I use a WordPress uh, blogging software. And I take just the standard RSS feed and I go over to feedburner.com and there's a little box in there, like an address box. And I paste in the, f- the feed address, the XML address for my feed from WordPress into that feed burner front page. And then over to the right, there's usually a little box that you can click that says I'm a podcaster. And then there is a button that says burn this feed or some, or submit this feed for a you know for feed burner, whatever it is. Uh, right currently it says burn this feed, but uh, just in case it ever changes, uh, the, the idea, the gist of this is going to be the same. What you'll do is you'll walk through a couple step progress process of naming your feed giving it a name uh, such as this one's the podcast answer man um, you'll actually choose uh, the the url of your feed by giving it a username or a, a specific a name for your feed for example i believe if i'm not mistaken the address for the feed burner feed for this podcast uh, from wordpress is like GSPN or HTTP colon slash slash gspn.tv slash um, I can't remember how I do that is it shows or category I, th- I think it's category slash uh, pam for podcast answer man slash feed and that's the actual WordPress feed but instead what I've done is I've burned that and I chose pam I believe for the podcast answer man so my feed that you should be subscribed to if you used the subscribe links on my podcast page over at gspn.tv then you would have been told to subscribe to http colon slash slash feeds dot feedburner dot com slash pam and uh, so basically whatever you choose let's just say you have the apple jelly podcast uh, and you do a podcast all about making apple jelly your feed burner feed could be feeds.feedburner.com/applejelly, or Apple Jelly Podcast, or a a j p for Apple Jelly Podcast. Whatever you want, you choose what it is, and then it's very simple to walk right through those steps. I mean, it's going to ask you very basic questions, uh, and and just go through and answer those. And it's going to ask you to choose a category, and I don't think in the initial setup it asks you for your image. However, once you get set up and it says, okay, you're ready to go, you'll be taken to the kind of um, uh, customization page for your feed at Feedrunner. And once you're there, there's a little tab that says Smartcast. And so you want to go ahead and click on, or actually, no, it's customized. You click on the Customize tab and before I do tell you all this, I'm doing all this from memory, and it's been so long. I'm going to go ahead and go to FeedBurner.com real quick, and I'm going to click on my feed since I'm consistently logged in there. Uh, so I am going to say my feeds, and I'm going to be able to look at this and tell you exactly how it works. Um, Podcast Answer Man. So I am clicking on Podcast Answer Man. Um, optimize so once you're in the configuration window uh, well before I go there you the very first tab is analyze and this is going to answer that second part of your first question Uh, there is some statistics that are out there uh, that they'll track for you at FeedBurner personally I don't pay for the extra super stats pro or whatever they call them FeedBurner stats pro program uh, they, I think they do a pretty decent job of, of uh, telling you how many subscribers you have and they'll break it down to how many are using iTunes, how many are using some other service to uh, basically uh, s- s- download your podcast, how many are doing it through websites. Uh, I, personally, I don't even use FeedBurner stats whatsoever. I use another service stats uh, and I'll talk about that when I answer the other part of hosting However, uh, basically, let's go to the second tab on FeedBurner, and it's called Optimize. And then if you go down on the left-hand side, there's a menu. uh, About halfway down the page, or just before halfway down the page, you see a thing that says SmartCast. Click on that um, SmartCast tab to the left, and then about four questions down, it says Podcast Image Location. Basically, you're not going to be able to upload your image to FeedBurner. Instead, you need to upload your image to the web somewhere that's accessible to anybody on the web. Um, you can use file sharing sites as long as they allow linking outside of that service uh, for this to work. And so, um, basically, what you want to do is once you get it up there, find out what the address of your image. And it should be, um, let's see here. It should be a 300 by 300 image, preferably a JPEG or a PNG file. Um, one of the things that I found is important is to use, make sure that your extension of .jpg or PNG, make sure that it's in lowercase when you upload it to the web uh, because sometimes the preview doesn't work quite right uh, in some of the um, directories out there. And so once you have that, that's how you get that image in there. When you're done with all of the customization and under the optimize and the smart cast uh, section, then your feed is, has been burned by FeedBurner. And it's a really nice service. What you can do at that point is to take your brand new feed at like feeds.feedburner.com slash And you go over to iTunes or all the other directories out there and you just paste that into the feed. Now, Chris, you said that you had already um, submitted your podcast with the original feed without it being dressed up over to iTunes. That's real simple to fix. All you need to do is go out to – well, it depends. If you have subscribers, you probably want to leave it up for a while, announce people to other folks that you have a new feed that you'd like them to subscribe to. It'll take you a couple days to get it submitted and approved through iTunes, but once you do that, it should be no problem at all to get that uh, switched over, and uh, I would just make an announcement to folks that uh, you have set up a new feed, and put a link to that on the main page of your website, and ask them to subscribe to that, and then about a week later, you would want to go ahead and submit a uh, report a concern ticket over at iTunes, and have them, uh, I'm sorry, my daughter just came into the studio. Yes, Megan? May
0: I please have three
1: suckers? Um, Did Mommy ask you if you could come in and get those? No. Then no, you may not get them right now. Okay? Can I come down if if she says? If she says it's okay, that'd be fine. Sorry about that. Uh, One of the things I believe in as a podcaster is live and unscripted for most of the shows, unless it's a professional done podcast. And this one definitely is not a professional podcast. This is just, you know, hey, a guy is trying to help you out with answering some podcast questions. Anyway, uh, back to where I was. Um, Oh, go to the iTunes Music Store. Search for that podcast feed of the one you want to get rid of. Click on Report a Concern. And then one of the drop in the dropdown box, it'll it'll ask you why are you reporting a concern, and one of them is please delete podcast, and you would pull in this little bubble or box in there. You just type in that you're the author of the podcast, and you've accidentally submitted the wrong feed, and you've created a new feed, and they'll delete that within the next day or so. So that works out pretty good, and that really, if you have any other questions, feel free to call them in. Uh, at the gspn listener line at area code 859-795-4067 again that's 859-795-4067 anyway uh i'm gonna go in the chat room before i answer the hosting question and i noticed that rachel had posed um a couple thoughts in here in the chat room so she says when you have a chance i have some questions um And she says, how does FeedBurner work with Shoe? Is it possible to switch your feed from TalkShoe to FeedBurner seamlessly, or would people have to resubscribe? Okay, first of all, FeedBurner, I'm sorry, uh, TalkShoe uses its own feeds. And uh, they are, you really don't need to burn the FeedBurner, or I'm sorry, you don't need to use FeedBurner to burn your feed from talk shoe because they already have it customized for itunes so whatever if you're a, if you're a talk shoe only hosted podcast and you don't have your own website and your own rss feed outside of talk shoe then the talk shoe feed whatever image you upload for your profile for your show uh, that is associated with that rss feed uh, that image will be put into the channel page um and it, everything's going is whatever category you chose, they'll, they'll port that over to the category in, in uh, iTunes. So everything should work seamlessly. You really don't need to do Feed Burner on it unless you wanted to do stats. The only problem is, though, is that um, Talk currently does not allow any customization of your TalkCast page. So that means that now there's talk of whether or not they may allow you to do this in the future. Uh, and possibly at a, you know, maybe for a podcaster pro package or something like that uh, for an additional fee monthly, I think is what I've heard, you know, whispered around some corners over at Uh, TalkShoe. Talked to a couple birdies, but I won't mention any names. But a little bluebird has been sitting on my shoulder over here. Uh, But anyway, I will tell you that uh, I see in the future the ability to do some customization of your podcast feeds or even replace the TalkShot talk shoe feed of, on your talk cast page with your own feed uh, sometime in the future and with that you could very well burn your feed your feed through feed burner which would allow you to track some stats and basically um, you would be able to change it to where when people hit the subscribe button on your talk cast page over our talk shoe um, it would certainly uh, subscribe them to the feed burner feed instead. And then with the other question uh, that you asked, um, would people have to subscribe to a new feed? Yes, they would. Um, There is a way that you could work around this, and it's by taking, um, you could do what we call a redirect and set that podcast feed web address to redirect to your new feed, um, things start to get a little hairy at that point because, number one, it, since the originator of the original feed is TalkShoe and it's on the TalkShoe server, they would be the ones that would have to actually set up that redirect. I don't know that they're interested in doing that. Number two, it's always best, instead of redirecting people all over the place, I think, to just give, have people subscribe to the correct feed that you prefer them to, correct, or to, to subscribe to. For example, I... I generally ask folks not to subscribe to the um, the feed over at TalkShoe.com, and uh, the folks in the chat room right now over at TalkShoe, they're actually hearing the recording broadcast or uh, message over at TalkShoe, because I just realized that I never started the recording on the TalkShoe end, but don't worry, don't worry, I record everything locally here in the studio, so haven't lost anything. In fact, uh, for those of you who have recently joined in here, if you have some podcasting questions, I really, really would love it if you call in and and ask some questions, uh, share some comments, some insights regarding podcasting. Uh, I'd love to just chat with you folks for a little bit, Uh, but anyway... um, so uh, yeah basically she said that Rachel w- was asking this because she was mainly concerned about the stats my uh, if you do if you are able to do that in the future Rachel then then uh, what I would do is certainly uh, burn that feed and then put the new feed on the talk shoe page and I would ask I, I would ask your subscribers to please Uh, Go and and subscribe to the new feed and give them plenty of notice before you make that official switch over Um, But from the very beginning I've always had my own feed and I and I do I take some extra steps uh, Just for the sake of asking people not to subscribe to the feeds that are posted over at talk shoe for example I like right now if you're hearing this message and uh, you have subscribed to our feed using any of the links found at TalkShoe.com. Please unsubscribe from the Podcast Answer Man in your directory or your podcatcher. And, and go over to gspn.tv and subscribe to any of our shows using those feeds. Those are the preferred feeds. And, yes, I will get more accurate statistics. I'll get better um, everything. Not to mention the fact that you'll get shows that you're not going to get on the talk sh- on the shoe feed. For example, I record a lot of podcasts without ever recording a live show uh, here in TalkShoe. and therefore, what happens in that case? In that case, if you're, let's just say you're you were on my Talkcast page for the podcast Answer Man over here at Talkshow.com, and you hit subscribe. Well, every time I upload a new show to to TalkShoe, you'll get a copy of that, but chances are I may record something in the studio only, and once I make that available, if I don't post that to TalkShoe and instead I put that over at another host, then what that means is that the folks over at TalkShoe, the ones that have subscribed to that feed, are not going to get all of the content that I produce for that particular podcast. And so that is why I am very anxious to have the ability to either strip out all the subscribe links from the shoe page or to, a very, at the very least, replace them with my own links. And, and I'd be more than happy to uh, sign up for some kind of pro package where, you know, for maybe 10 bucks a month or something like that, where I have the ability to customize my TalkCast page. Anyway, uh, Chris, you had one other question. What do I do about file hosting? Um, and, and this is, again, where stats come into play. Uh, file hosting, the one of the places you could, file, you could host your file is a place that we've talked a whole lot about, and that's at TalkShoe.com. TalkShoe does give you some pretty basic stats, and I will tell you that they're nothing like what I would be interested in. But you know, the, at the very least, they are some stats that can tell you week by week how many sh- podcasts have been downloaded, and by episode, and it, it, they have some some degree of detail to them. But uh, I will tell you, the nice thing about talk shoe is, if you host over there, they pay you for content. They pay you t- for downloads, uh, which is very nice. But if you're really the but the payoff or the 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 trade-off there is that they are you give them the ability to place a little advertising maybe at the front or the end or both of your podcast, such as you know hey this podcast is being sponsored by godaddy.com you know go to godaddy.com and enter the talkcast id or the promo id talk shoe for 10 percent off or something like that and so just a 15-second spot might run in front of your show, and at the very end, it might sing really funny, you know, this has been a podcast production of You or what have you. Anyway, um, if you don't mind that and you want to make a little extra money, it's kind of nice. It's, it's, it's basically uh, you, you have nothing to lose unless uh, you just don't want any kind of commercial in your podcast at all in that case, there is, in my mind, no better place to go to for file hosting other than Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. You can also get there by going to Libsyn.org. And Libsyn stands for Liberated Syndication. And they were one of the very early players in podcast bandwidth uh, solutions. And their service is phenomenal. You'll never get better stats at reporting on downloads than you'll get from Libsyn. They are just simply amazing. It is a company built for podcasters, Uh, hands down. Unlimited bandwidth. Uh, You can have 180,000 downloads of every single show you put out and put out a show every day. And you don't have to worry about bandwidth issues whatsoever and what you do is you pay for uh server space so uh, now server space on their high speed server uh for for a 30 day given period of time and what basically what that means is that uh you know for example i think i might have like one gig of space for you know 30 days and i i have something like a 30 dollar plan they have like a a $10 plan, a $20 plan, a 30 a 50 They might even have a 60 But anyway, it's ridiculous. You can put video out there. You can put any kind of file up there that you want to syndicate out in your feed. And it is L-I-B as in boy, S-Y-N dot com. Liberated syndication, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. And uh I, and the reason I'm spelling that is there's some folks in the chat room over here at Talk Shoe that are asking. And so I'll go why don't I go ahead and type that in for them as well. So anyway, um libsen.com is the best place out there, most affordable for unlimited bandwidth without any strings attached. There's no we'll throw, you know, advertisements in front of it. Um in fact you can work it out and put advertisements in your show. And you have full control over that and sell your own advertising. And uh, it's just really nice. But anyway, um, if you're using, and of course, they also have a blog engine associated with it. It, If you don't know anything about podcasting whatsoever, you could use just Libsyn if you read through all their how-tos and stuff, which is not too complicated. Um, you can just use Libsyn. I mean, it it'll have its own podcast. It'll create a podcast page for you. It'll create a feed that's that's um, that's optimized for uh, iTunes already, so you don't have to do feed burner. You can just use your uh, f- you know your Libsyn feed, and uh, I believe they may even have a button where you could submit it to iTunes from them. I'm not sure if you have to do that manually or not anymore. But anyway, Libsyn is a great service absolutely one of the best. Now, I have a couple people still in the chat room. I'm going to ask you guys if you have any other questions. And uh, while I uh, wait to see if you guys type something in, I'm going to check my email because <clears throat> I try to keep uh, some questions in the Uh, Gmail section for podcast content. All right, so here it is. This is the other question. Um, Let's see here. Scroll down. Okay, Eric Fisher from, uh, I can't remember. Is it Marion, Indiana? Anyway, uh, Eric Fisher is a great friend of mine, and he once uh, was out there, and I saw him uh, post a tweet. And his tweet said something like, um, "Can anybody tell me how to handle negative feedback or negative comments on iTunes, or e- even in the in, you know in email? How do you deal as a podcaster? How do you deal with negative feedback?" Now I'm going to, if you don't mind, and again, if anybody out there has questions, I'm still you can call in or you can post them in the chat room here. I am going to give you an example of negative feedback. And, of course, I have no problems finding any negative feedback on my shows because I get quite a bit of it. Uh, When you're an opinionated person and you're outspoken, chances are you'll eventually offend someone. And I am no stranger to offending folks. And I don't do it on purpose. Uh, I don't, I promise. Uh, But I, I just tend to do that i guess sometimes anyway i am going to go to my gspn.tv all-inclusive itunes page which is what i'm looking at right now and i'm clicking to see all my reviews there are only four reviews for the all-inclusive feed it's because i don't advertise it very often but i want to read to you the fourth one on here from a guy who uh calls himself jerry franklin and uh Just to give you an idea of how negative feedback might sound, here is what Jerry has to say about the all-inclusive feed of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. He says, and I quote, There is just too much. These two people are online constantly and feel the need to podcast just about every moment of everything they do. This makes for a disappointing group. uh, Let's see here. For a disappointing group of way too many podcasts with TMI, too much information. I really feel bad for their children who seem neglected as their parents are always on the computer and when their children come into the room, they they often shoo them away. Now as if we don't have enough, Cliff decides to podcast his huffing and puffing walk to work. In addition to feeling bad for their kids, I feel bad for Cliff's employer, too much and quite nauseating. <laughs> so there you go. That is uh, just an example of some negative feedback. And I want to tell you, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most negative feedback, that's probably about on a that's a level two or three. Um, there have been some out there that are just short of what I would consider death threats. <laughs> and uh, just just downright mean, evil, nasty, Uh, things and and the truth is is how do you handle this well first of all if you're a human being chances are you'll be defensive Uh, and then you'll get angry and you'll be filled with rage and then you'll you might even get like distraught or depressed over something they've said or you might get your feelings hurt all of these reactions are normal The, I mean, the fact is, is if somebody is attacking the way you do something that you put your heart and and soul into, then chances are anything they say that, um, you know, Kim, I'm going to bring you on in just a moment, but anyway, uh, I can't, I'm laughing now. I'm going to ask, I'll ask uh, Kim to explain why I'm laughing in just a moment, Uh, but anyway, um. I forget. Let's just bring Kim on cuz I just lost my all track all train of thought here. So uh let's see if we can get this phone to work. Kim, are you there? Uh Kim, are you there?
0: Yes, I'm here.
1: All right. Kim, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Very good. So uh Kim, how do you handle negative feedback?
0: Well, we haven't had any negative feedback yet, but um we, we talked about this before we started our um, Girls' Night In podcast about what we would do and how we would handle our negative feedback. And it was one of the things that we just said, negative feedback is going to happen. We don't know when, we don't know how much, and we don't know how bad it's going to be. But we decided that we're just going to take it for what it is. People are going to write in, they're going to complain, they may call in, they may complain. Um, if there is constructive criticism that we can find within that feedback, then we'll take that for what it is. Um, we'll try and find a constructive criticism, but if it's just plain criticism or being rude and nasty, then something that we need to realize is that the rude and nasty comes from within those people. It doesn't come from us, so it's kind of just putting that negative back onto them because the negative isn't us. It is coming from them.
1: Right, absolutely. Um, In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to uh, to explain what I was laughing about because you I will not
0: explain. (laughs) You're not
1: going to explain. No. All right, folks. I'll 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 go ahead and just say a couple things. uh, And and if you're interested in finding out what I think is so funny is when I was talking about TMI or too much information. uh, Kim wrote in the chat (laughs) room. She said, "Just ask Bob." And as far as it, people might complain about Cliff sharing too much information, <laughs> I invite you to listen to the very first episode of the Girls' Night In podcast at girlsnightinpodcast.com. And uh, that is a perfect example of too much information. <laughs> I will well, tell we're a bunch
0: you. there's of girls that get together and, you know, we just kind of talk freely and, and things happen to be said. And, well, you can't take them back unless you go in and re-edit and re-upload. And, well, I'm just not into putting out that much energy.
1: <laughs> so so you,
0: EMI is out there. You guys want to know, go
1: listen. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And so I'm, I'm sure folks will go and check that out just to find out more about Bob. And uh, that's that enough said. Moving right along. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think, Kim, uh, you, you answered you you brought in uh some very important information there is is first of all not all criticism is negative uh some folks out there will write in and and trust me I have a lot of feedback i think on my weekly lost podcast there's almost 200 maybe over 200 uh reviews on iTunes uh I probably get about forty. Uh, emails from people giving me feedback on episodes uh, ranging from Cliff, keep up the great job. It's the most encouraging thing. I, I hope you never quit podcasting to Cliff, you're the scum of the earth. I can't believe that you do what you do and you make me sick and want to throw up uh, and then swallow it. And that'd be more enjoyable than listening to you. And so, I mean, there's a little bit of a range there uh, that I get. So, anyway. What do you do? One of the things is that I really um, I really enjoy hearing from folks who start off their emails with, Hey, Cliff, I want to let you know I've been listening to you for a couple weeks or a couple months or even from the beginning. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is that you, and they could bring up something that might annoy them or something that kind of rubs them the wrong way in the podcast. For example, you say the word actually 500 billion times. Nobody's actually said that to me, and I wonder why, because I always say actually. Uh, But Anyway, you, you know, you say this all the time. I don't know if you're quite aware of it, but I just want to let you know. I mean, I'm still going to listen to you if you don't stop saying it, but if you could kind of watch for it, it'd be, it would be uh, kind of cool if, if, if that was something that could be worked out. And so there is criticism like that, and that is not negative feedback. Now, there is what some people consider constructive criticism that comes off in a very negative way. I will tell you that just as a general rule of thumb and using email for many years now, not everything that is that you perceive to be negative was written in a negative tone. And that's one of the faults and problems of written communication. There's no body language. There's no uh there's no way to really read the emphasis on words that are placed in a certain way and there's no emotion in the words and so they're just flat and really you can whatever your frame of mind is is basically how you might take it and if you come off being uh one with somewhat of a prohibitive conscience where you think people are always consider uh constantly criticizing you then um then, then you might come off and read something that's very constructive and was well thought out, and you might feel that it was extremely negative. Um, you kind of have to take the good with the bad, and and just kind of let things go. If something really bothers you, um, you, I will tell you, refrain from hitting the reply key if if it comes in in the form of email. Um, Refrain from immediately responding to that. Give it some time to to kind of wear off the initial reaction. I uh, perhaps go back and read it again and see if it's possible that it might not be as negative as, as what you have come to think or at least if, even if it is and if you feel like you might want to respond to it, kind of take a breath before you do and, and take you know some time to cool down. However, um, one of the things that I like to do is, if somebody's extremely negative, I mean, there—trust me, I have some extremely negative feedback. If there is somebody that is just really—I mean—and and I love the ones who take, you know, probably about twenty to thirty minutes of their time, just ranting and raving with thirteen or fourteen paragraphs of things, and they're just really just calling you names and. Uh, just saying some really awful, nasty things, I love to do nothing more than to stop probably about two paragraphs in and hit the delete key and refuse to ever give that person the pleasure of knowing that I even bothered to read that far into the email because that person obviously has something going on. And personally, I, I, I try to take the high road and say, hey, I don't know what this guy's issue is or this girl's issue is. But, I mean, obviously they've said some very mean and nasty things towards me and my family or what have you. And, you know, sometimes I find that I'm most critical, critical of others uh, when I see things that I don't like. And I find out that those are really the reason why I don't like is because I, I hate the fact that I see that in myself kind of, you know, I realize that sometimes some folks may be, you know, just really pointing out a flaw in me. For example, with this negative feedback, it says Cliff and Stephanie consistently neglect their kids. The fact is that, you know, he's he's talking about the fact that uh, sometimes during our weekly Lost podcast over the last... You know, two years almost. Uh, our kids have come into the studio from time to time, but it's been way past their bedtime. We always had waited until after the kids were in bed um, to uh, do our podcasting. And it, you know, if we shooed them out, it was because they were up past their bedtime. I mean, there was always good reason for shooing them away. And it's not like, I mean, now folks may look and say, hey, Cliff, that's all he does is sit in front of a computer, but that is just not the case. Uh, But one of the things I do for a hobby, and I really don't experience, I mean, technology is my hobby. So when I'm spending free time, I spend my time podcasting. That's something I love to do. And it would be no different than, you know, my friend who likes to golf a lot and goes golfing all the time or You know, whatever it is people out there like to do, their hobbies. So, but the thing is, is what I realize is that somebody who writes in and says, I feel sorry for their kids or I feel sorry for their employer, it it indicates to me that perhaps this person may have an issue of neglecting their own kids and they kind of just assume that that's what Cliff and Stephanie are doing because they kind of see some kind of thing that gives an indication or a hint that that might be what's happening. Now, <clears throat> I'm not going to ever say that there haven't been times where I've been selfish with my time, and instead of hanging out with my wife or my kids, that I've said selfishly, hey, I just want some time to myself, and I want to go do my thing. Of course I've been there. I've done that with podcasting. I've done that with all the other things that are in my life, and, and you know, I consistently have to come back and and realign my priorities and uh that you know that's one of the things about growing as an individual but to sit there and and take and and write a comment such as that in such a place that's a permanent review on itunes you know it's just kind of a little much you know those things are better handled face to face and if this person really felt sorry for my kids they probably you know jerry maybe you can give me a call and uh, leave me a message at area code eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven and and let's sit down and have a heart to heart and talk about it and and perhaps share some of your concerns and I'd be happy to talk with you. Uh, but anyway, how do I handle feedback? It's a case by case basis, um, Eric, and I'm sure that you know you and I have talked and you know you you kind of just have to understand that. That when you're broadcasting or podcasting out to hundreds or even thousands of people, um, <clears throat> not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to like what you have to say, how you say it, what you choose to say. I mean, there's and, and some folks are just literally going to be very vocal about that. The only thing that I really don't like about the human nature is that we are so gung-ho to criticize people, and we'll go way out of our way to criticize people, but not very often do we take the time to praise others for what they do. And one of the things I'm very thankful for is all the folks who have written in and said, hey Cliff, I love your podcast, or leave a voicemail on the listener line at 859-795-4067 and say, hey Cliff, uh, this isn't really to be played into the podcast, I just want to let you know I'm really glad you're still podcasting. You know, just a short little thing like that really does help when these negative feedbacks uh, continually roll in. uh, It's just nice to know that folks out there are really listening and they're really enjoying what you're doing. So with that, I think that answers uh, all the questions that I have in my bin here. I I have nothing else queued up for the podcast answer man. Um, And, I will tell you that if uh, you guys might be interested in knowing that uh, Stephanie and I were talking on vacation, and we decided that you know this whole putting things off to just doing podcasts here and there whenever we get a chance, and giving people anywhere between a fifteen to twenty minute notice isn't probably the best thing to do all summer long. So uh, just a note. We are considering, this isn't anything that is definite, but we are considering the possibility of, and I'm trying to pull something up here while I'm talking, uh, of doing uh, a couple marathon podcasts, maybe even regularly scheduled. Instead of doing like a couple shows on a couple nights a week, but maybe possibly setting something like a Sunday evening Aside and recording two or three podcasts every Sunday night live on Shoe. So if that sounds awesome to you, just send me an email at, to cliff at gspn.tv and say, hey, I think that's a great idea. Uh, or you can call in and leave questions about podcasting for future episodes of the Podcast Answer Man. I'd love to talk about podcasting more with you guys. And uh, you, I prefer it if you have the opportunity to go ahead and uh, call in your questions to area code 859-795-4067. That is the gspn.tv listener line. Just say, tell us your name, where you're calling from, and that it's a question for the Podcast Answer Man show. And I will archive it and put it in the next show. So uh, with that, I think that covers just about everything. So I'm going to head on out of here. God bless you all. Thank you very much for joining us for this edition of the Podcast Answer Man. This program is a production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You'll find this and other podcasts on our website at gspn.tv. Thanks for listening.